Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Audience Podcast. I'm Craig Hewitt, your host from Castos. Today, we're going to be talking all about editing your podcast. I think this is a really important topic when it comes to uh, people kind of getting over the hump of getting their show started and out the door and sharing your voice with the world. Uh, it, it arguably is the most intimidating part of the whole podcasting process. Uh, and when we talk to our customers, they they often are just really intimidated by this and say, I, I just don't even know where to start. I don't know what's involved. I, uh, I'm just lost. And, and a lot of people, unfortunately, kind of give up. I think the other aspect of podcasting that's right up there in terms of complexity is the concept of like, what is an RSS feed and how does it work? And how do I submit my podcast to places where people listen? We'll talk about that a lot in a coming episode, because I think these are the two really big barriers that we all have to get over before we're going to get our podcast started. And even for veteran podcasters, there's a lot here for us to consider that can just make our lives easier. And we're going to talk about a new solution from Castos that literally solves all of this without you ever having to learn or do any of this. Uh, we're really excited about this, but it did want to put this new feature that we have in context of, of kind of the greater scope and the problem that all of us as podcasters face and how we're solving this with what we call Castos Productions. Okay, so let's get started. But before we do, we really need to think about what we need before we can get started. I always think that being prepared before you start on any kind of journey like this is important because otherwise you might uh, kind of get halfway into it and realize, oh, I don't have this whole big component or this whole big piece of the puzzle that I'm trying to solve. So I just wanted to walk through really kind of the pieces of what you'll need to, to edit your podcast. So, so first of all, you need the episode recording itself. So right now I'm recording this episode. I'm recording this knowing that it's a piece of the larger episode kind of puzzle that I'll be putting together later. Uh, this is typically done in a recording tool. If you're talking with somebody who's not in the same room as you, it's done on a, a podcast-specific recording tool like Squadcast. Squadcast is the tool we recommend, and we're going to have the folks from their company on in the next episode. Uh, but then there are things like if you're just recording locally, it would be uh, using a tool like Audacity or Adobe Audition or even QuickTime if you're on a Mac. Pretty much anything that can record a high quality audio file is uh, is good to go. So you need to record a high quality audio file if you're recording uh, with you in one place and another person, another city or state or country. You want to make sure that each of you are on your own track so that there's not uh, kind of one audio file for you to edit in post-production later. The idea here is that if there's somebody who's you know more loud or more quiet or there's a dog barking on your guest's end and your end sounds good, you can treat each of those tracks separately from an editing perspective and you don't have to kind of sacrifice the other end of the conversation when you're changing the audio characteristics of that other track. So separate tracks absolutely must, regardless of the tool you're using or how you're recording your episodes, using separate tracks is going to make your life so much easier in the post-production process. So, so that's a really kind of brief view at recording audio. So um, you, you, you want the main episode segment. That's really kind of the meat of the episode for you. From there, in a typical episode, there are a couple of other pieces that you have, one of which is the intro and outro segment. Uh, and these have kind of two different flavors. One is it can be the same intro and outro segment you use for every episode. And from a workflow and uh, kind of difficulty perspective, this is the one we advocate, especially at the beginning. Um, as new podcasters, a lot of us have a hard enough time getting this thing out the door and publishing our first episodes. We don't want to have to add the complexity of recording a custom intro and outro segment for every episode. 
Uh, I do this for this podcast. I've been podcasting for five years, and I still have a hard time remembering to do this right after I interview a guest or or record a main episode segment. And so this kind of goes to show me that this is a, an additional piece of work that I have to do for every episode, uh, something I find a lot of value in as a listener to shows when they have a custom intro that really frames the episode that's coming. But it is a lot of work, and it is something that uh, keeps our editors here from being able to do their job and be successful for me, is that I haven't done my job in, in getting that episode intro or conclusion ready for them to edit the, the rest of the podcast. So just something to think about if you're a really savvy content creator and you know you'll be able to stick with it and create this on time, that's okay. If not, stick with a standard intro and outro that's the same for every episode. Um, you're not losing a lot in terms of the quality of the episode, I don't think, um, but it makes your life a lot easier because then you only have that main episode segment to record every week. The next piece is music. Uh, I think a lot of us know that music kind of comes in and below and around an intro and an outro segment, uh, and it's just a nice acoustic way to introduce the podcast. The one thing you want to remember here is you want to have royalty-free music so you don't have to attribute it in every episode, uh, and places like audioblocks.com are a great place to go to find royalty-free music. And the last piece is ads and sponsorship. Uh, a lot of us have ads or want to have ads for our podcast. Uh, and, and the best way to go here from a podcaster's perspective is to have uh, host-read ads. So you, as the host of the podcast, will read an ad snippet that comes from your sponsor, put it in your words, in your terms, and it matches the look and feel and style of your show and your brand. And we talked about this before, that that alignment of your audience and their interest and your sponsors is really critical. And if you don't have this in the regular message of your podcast, your, your show is going to fall flat. And if you don't have this with your advertisers, the the kind of impression that your listeners have of, of kind of you and your authenticity might suffer. So really think about like, who is this sponsor? What do they bring to the table for my show? And what value do they provide for my guests? If they're a really great fit for your show, then I think it'll really resonate and everything about the sponsorship will work out better for you and your podcast and your brand. Okay, so it's a really brief overview of kind of the pieces that we need to start putting our podcast together. From there, you know, the process goes into uh, a couple of different steps. And the first one is really to, to kind of put all this together. Um, and that means, you know, you have several different tracks. You have the music and the intro and outro, and you have an ad spot, and then you have the main episode segment. And we'll put this together again in a tool like Audacity or Adobe Audition uh, and, and kind of clean it up to where all the ums and ahs are removed, all the all the segments are matched up properly and have nice transitions. The volume levels are the same. And once we've done that, we will go back and, and do some, some mastering of the audio. And this is things like compression and normalization and leveling of the audio to make sure that the volume levels are the same in every episode. Uh, there are some algorithms in your editing tool that make some of this easier, but there's some manual work that you might need to do along the way to, to make the sound really good for your listeners. I think that there is definitely a minimum bar when it comes to audio quality that your guests will demand of your show. If you don't meet that, they will leave to go listen to something else that is that sounds better, that is more appealing to the ear. Uh, because the fact is there's, there's a lot of podcasts out there these days, and there's competition in every genre and every space talking to every audience. I, I don't think there's many podcasts where the, the audience's needs are not being met by somebody. So for our podcast to stand out, we have to publish consistently and we have to make our audio sound great. And so I mentioned before that there are a couple things we can do 
before you get to the editing process that makes our lives easier in that post-production aspect of, of getting a show out. Uh, and the first one is is recording high-quality audio. And we've talked about this a lot in our earlier episodes, but but just kind of briefly, things to think about are, you know, first, having a good mic. I still use uh, an ATR2100, which has been kind of discontinued from the Audio-Technica company. Uh, we have some new recommendations on, if you're just getting started now, which mic to use. And you can check out our blog for more information about this. But e- either way you go, there are definitely some kind of tried and true recommended mics for podcasting. A lot of them are not expensive. You can get them for less than $100. And and this is the, the biggest thing you can do to create a good sounding podcast is get the proper mic for you and your physical environment that you record in, your vocal style. And most of them are USB mics that plug right into your computer. You don't need a bunch of other gear and cables and all this other stuff to get a good sounding podcast. The next is to, to be in a physical location that is conducive to recording good audio. So I'll give you the, the worst example, and we can kind of flip that to go kind of understand what the best example might be. The, the worst example is doing your podcast recording in a, a corporate office or boardroom. So it has like glass walls and a big, huge conference table and not a lot of furniture, all these really hard surfaces and a big, huge room. And what happens is all of the sound waves from you talking bounce around the room and are picked up by the mic uh, in a way that's not the, the, the voice and the tone that, that you want the mic to pick up. So conversely, the best possible place to record your podcast, and, and you might laugh, so don't like drive off the road if you're, if you're hearing this, is uh, in your closet. And that's honestly where a lot of voiceover actors and actresses and people that want really good podcasts that, that can't go to a podcast studio is they go in their closet and they set up pillows all around them and stuff. And this is all in an effort to dampen any kind of reverberation or sound waves bouncing off of the room that that might be there. And I would say the last thing here is, is using the microphone properly, making sure that the volume levels are set to where you're recording, not too soft and not too loud and where clipping will occur, uh, and making sure that you know, you're relatively close to the mic but not too close, uh, and using something like a pop filter to suppress those really harsh P and T sounds. Uh, so so we, we covered a lot here. We have a lot of content on our blog that cover this in a lot more detail if you want to check it out. But just wanted to mention these handful of things to be aware of as you're recording to make your lives or our lives, if you choose to use Castos Productions, easier uh, in the post-production process. And, and so we, in just a few minutes, we've thrown out a lot here, right? And a lot of this is... Uh, is on the recording side and on our end as content creators to to create good sounding audio at the beginning of the process. But but then you always are going to have to do some editing and cleanup and mastering of your audio. And there are quite a few services out there that do this on a per episode or on a per month basis. And these podcast editing services take the raw audio that you've recorded, mix them in with your intro and outro and music and ad spots and transitions clean it up, master it, leveling, normalization, compression, all these kinds of things, and then return to you a really high-quality audio file. These services are wonderful. We use one. Uh, we use our own, actually, for for this podcast, and uh, it's a lifesaver. It saves me three or four hours a week, at least, of, of audio editing, show note writing, creating marketing assets, and getting the episode ready to publish. Uh, and this is a really highly skilled part of this process and of our team. And if we didn't have this, 
I would be, again, spending hours and hours and hours that is not the most productive thing for me to be doing. Uh, I'm pretty good at audio editing, but I'm not the best. And there are people like the people on our team now that are really, really great at this. And that's all they do. They're professional audio engineers and they create great sounding audio. But these podcast editing, I should say production services, are, are more than just audio because a lot of them do show note writing. So read a written description of each episode is great for SEO and discoverability, but also is a, a really good resource for your listeners. They want to go, you know, find that link you mentioned in the episode or get a summary of the episode before they decide to listen. And these show notes in a lot of cases are either the first point of contact somebody has with your content if they find you on the web through Google or uh, they're the point where after the episode, people go, hey, I know Craig mentioned that blog post about podcasting mics. I can't find the link. I'm going to go to the show notes. I'm sure the link will be there. Click it. They go to your page and they discover more about you and they discover more about your brand and maybe take some kind of action that you want them to like sign up for a newsletter or, or what have you. And then some services take this even one step further and do things like create marketing assets, you know, tweetable quotes. So pull an interesting quote or two or three from the episode for you to publish to your social media accounts, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, creating audiograms. So using a tool like Headliner to create video representations of a snippet of your episode. Again, these are great ways to promote your podcast. Going back to our episode with Jack Recyder, I know he does a lot of these kind of marketing tools to put your podcast episode and content, which you honestly feel is is you know shareworthy and something that your audience will be better from hearing about. Uh, and these marketing resources are key in growing your audience. And the last step a lot of these services is to publish that episode to your media hosting platform and your website. Uh, and, and I want to take a minute to talk about Castos Productions now because I've basically just described what we do. So Castos Productions is, as of today, the day this episode will go out, April 30th, is a completely done-for-you podcast editing and production service built right into the Castos dashboard. Uh, so we have a, a team that has been doing podcast editing and production for more than five years, and we've worked on some really great podcasts, you know, entertainers like James Altucher, uh, startup companies like Buffer, CoSchedule use our service. And the idea here is that these folks and yourselves maybe have a, a lot more important and high leverage things to do with your time than to you know, become amateur audio engineers, quite frankly. And I'm talking about myself a bit because I occasionally do the odd bit of audio editing, but every time I do it, I know this is great and I'm glad I'm able to kind of stay in touch with, with my show, but I have a lot better things I could be doing or, you know, I'm running a business or I'm trying to, to market my brand or I want to go spend time with my kids um, and offloading a, a really kind of tightly defined scope of service like this is something that a lot of us do who are, are trying to podcast, trying to grow a brand, but, but don't want to spend the time to, you know, dive into learning Adobe Audition and all the intricacies and, and tedium around that, but know that there are people out there that frankly are better than us at this. And leveraging this as a tool to free up more of your time to go do something else that again, is, is higher leverage and, and more enjoyable for you and your brand and your personal life uh, because we all have finite time. That's the one resource that I don't think any of us can get more of. But this is a way that you can free up that time from your life. And so a link to a video that describes more about what Castos Productions is in the show notes for this episode. 
but but kind of briefly, what it looks like is you, you would record the audio for your episode, and you would go to your Castos dashboard and then submit that audio and any notes you have about the episodes. Hey, you know, please take this part out, or hey, we didn't really get started from the conversation until like five minutes into the recording. You know, give the episode a title and then send those files over to us. Again, right from your Castos dashboard. Our team then gets to work with mixing in the intro and outro music, main episode segments, maybe ads or sponsorships that you have to create, you know, a finished audio file. Then they do uh, all the mixing and mastering to, to create a really great sounding episode for you. We have options then to, to create show notes and marketing assets for you. And then we send you all those resources back right in your Castos dashboard. You'll get an email notification saying, hey, the Castos Productions team is finished with your episode. Please log in to review it. If you have any questions or revisions or suggestions, certainly send those to us there. Our team will turn those around again in about 24 hours and then send you that finished audio file back for your review. If you've chosen a, a level of service where we create show notes and audiograms and tweetable quotes, we even have a, a, an option for a full human-done transcription, so we promise 99-plus percent accuracy on these. Uh, we, we include those as well. You have a chance to review everything. If it looks good, you can approve the episode, and then it gets published to your Castos account and, and right into your RSS feed. If you're using our WordPress integration, we've just asked for you to create a user for us in WordPress, and we would go in and publish that episode in your WordPress site as well. I've been using this service for, again, years, and we're really excited to to build this right into the Castos dashboard and the workflow that many of us use when it comes to publishing our podcast content. We ask for about 72 hours turnaround time for, for the audio work. And if we're creating marketing assets and show notes and transcriptions, we ask for a full week to turn your episodes around. So you want to think ahead a little bit, again, talking about preparation for your episodes. Uh, this is not something that is turned around just overnight. Um, I think great art takes time. And this is certainly one of those situations. Uh, this is really tedious and detail-oriented work. And for us to do our best work, we do need that bit of time. But again, we're really excited to to release Castos Productions. It will be live as of today when this episode goes out, Thursday, April 30th. And we would love for you to check it out. So and this is a per episode basis kind of service. You can opt into this, uh, use Castos Productions for episodes. If you have a last minute case, you can opt out of it on that episode. And we just bill you at the end of the month for the number of episodes we've done that previous month. We've been running this in beta for several months and the customers who have been using it uh, are really just loving it. And so I encourage you to check it out today. Even if you're not quite ready to use it just yet, uh, please go check it out. And it might, it might kind of spur some thoughts about how you can make the post-production process for yourself or people on your team a little bit easier and streamline that. So I think for me, the final message is when it comes to audio editing and producing a podcast episode, the, the name of the game is is preparation and, and kind of leverage, right? Doing some work ahead of time, having a good mic, having a good physical environment and room for you to record your episode in, using good mic technique and getting those right levels when recording, and using a tool maybe like Squadcast if you're recording remote interviews does a lot to prepare you or if you're using a service like Castos Productions to, to be really successful in the end. And if you don't do this, then it makes, again, your job later and our job if you're using Castos Productions really hard to kind of overcome poorly recorded audio. So that's kind of the one of the big things. And the other big thing is, you know, if you are a brand and if your budget allows for it, it is to look at offloading this aspect of your podcast to a specialized team who can take care of it, whether it's Castos Productions or another service. 
uh, I encourage you to, to consider what this could mean for kind of you and your brand and your workflow and what else you could be doing with your time. People that have been doing this with us in our beta period have loved it and talked to us all the time about, hey, thanks so much. You freed up, you know, three or four hours a week of my of my life or my work life. And now I'm off doing, you know, this other aspect of, of my role or my life or spending more time with my kids and my family. And and it's really, you know, I don't say life-changing to be dramatic, but it really has changed how they podcast. So definitely would consider kind of giving this a thought. Maybe it fits now, maybe it'll fit for you later, uh, but we'd love for you to check it out. We'll include a link to learn more about Castro's Productions and show notes for this episode. If you have any questions, just let us know. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.